instead of chasing another deal, another opportunity, another this, another that, let me change the way that you're interacting with something. Let me change the way that you think. Let me give you something that you can be excited about. Let me let, let me try to build something that is true innovation and and can bring true change to us. It's, that's, I mean, that, that I don't know about you, but that's such an aspiration for me. You're listening to Lights, Camera, Crypto, the podcast exploring all things entertainment and Web three. I'm your host, Stephen Ladden, and this week our guest is Chief Revenue and Chief Investment Officer of Blockchain Creative Labs, Tommaso Sandretto. In this episode, Tommaso discusses how his structured background in finance and corporate finance merged with his fascination with blockchain, leading him to a position at the company, which is owned by Fox, and where he now works on building engagement and community around Fox IPs like Dan Harmon's new animated series, Crapopolis. Tommaso also talks about the future of AI within the entertainment industry and how Web3 allows fan engagement to grow and exist on a whole new level. Let's dive in. Tommaso, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Steve. My pleasure. Excited to reconnect. Uh, last we spoke it was at the Outer Edge Conference in Los Angeles. Uh, I know a lot's happened since, and, w- and we'll get into that, but today is more about you and um, you know your professional journey and personal journey, and um, just really excited to, to to learn more about you. And to that end, you know, growing up, did you? Were you always interested in tech? Like, how did you get into the Web three space? Was that even obviously it wasn't necessarily Web three growing up, but was was the internet always fascinating? What was really the the start to your journey that led you to where you are now? Well, first of all, I'm flattered uh, for the questions and for having me. Um, I I have to tell you, I started from a very different um, set of assumptions, very different um, focus and goals earlier in my career. Um, I come from a very um, structured background in investment banking, finance, um, corporate finance, um, the typical undergrad in you know economics and hospitality in this case, and then developed into um, graduate school, um, in Europe, in the U.S., and um, and really joined the finance world. But uh, um, you know, I remember clearly. I remember clearly when I graduated um, that I had two job offers. One that was taking me to the West Coast, and it was in a prominent firm uh, that is right now keeping us all inter- keeping us all entertained in the news, and a, another a financial institution um, with two very different career paths in front of me, right? And I, and I think that all of us in our lives have had this, these, this, these options, these doors, right? Depending which door you take, it opens a whole different world. And so I took the more conservative way, the more conservative path and then going towards the finance investment banking, really thinking about um, training, development, to really build a foundation for the rest of, of, uh, of, um, of, of my career. And then throughout the years, I stayed in that in that realm, always uh, mostly focused in finance, real estate, and and things of the sort. And COVID kind of gave me the first, you know, quote unquote break while we were working day and night handling our uh, you know issues. Um, it also gave me an opportunity to you know reducing travel, reducing um, a lot of the noise that that carries. Uh, I had the opportunity to 
focused on other passions and other things and and new fun fun projects and had a couple of friends of mine who were extremely involved in super early um uh, bitcoin mining and all these things and, and you know i listened carefully i was never a huge um it wasn't it didn't really like stick with me at first and then during covid i really had the time to dig in and learn and read and 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 really understand why this is such an incredible opportunity um and this is across everything right uh, blockchain crypto web3 generally speaking and so two years in Two years into COVID, like I'm head over heels, so excited. Don't want to go back to my old life. Um, I really see in front of me this new door that opened up by luck, which basically is is literally the new future. It's a new opportunity to go and change and have a true impact on on community and on the future of of what technology could be. And um, one thing led to the and one thing led to the to the other and. Um, you know, an opportunity uh, landed on my desk for uh, to go join Blockchain Creative Labs and 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 Fox, right? And Fox has has a large corporation, and it kind of was interesting. It was such a these weird moments were so perfect, like because I come from a structure background, but I wanted to do something different, and so all of a sudden it's like, oh, this is exactly what I want to do, and I have a structure background with. So come together, it was just like a, an incredible opportunity that I couldn't um, um, turn down. So that's how I basically landed into having a um, a real job in this space. Right, right. And, and it sounds like too then your COVID provided the time to get acclimated to, as you said, Bitcoin and crypto and, and blockchain in that world. And then preparation met opportunity when that interest was cultivated and you had the financial background as experience and boom. I think, you know, most of us and most of us in the industry have all come from a different path, right? Be it gaming, be it um, pure, te- pure, te- pure technology, be it like different, different paths have all led to um, this new, this kind of new world. And, um, and right now, you know, better than I do, our paths are like, they change, you know, what is it that they say? Like every day in this space is basically like a month in a normal, in a normal career. But it's also because the pace at which everything is changing and the paths of careers and the paths of interest and the development of technology are so fast that it's that it, the changing of day god knows where we're going to be in six months i know that our company is a very different place this year than what it was last year um you know and i think it's always for the better it's always growing it's always better foundations it's better uh, long-term view and so it's it's really interesting place to be definitely definitely keep it's a space that keeps us all very entertained for sure for sure and is is that one of the things that attracted you to it initially the turnover of of growth and the rapidity of the of growth and and just how much evolution is happening and the pace that it's happening and like what what really sunk you in for me the, there's two components uh, the dynamism of the of the of the of the actual space it's super important to me but it's also the avail- the opportunity to take it you know the blockchain technology that I'm a true believer of and apply it to um, a different set of industries right in my in my case the entertainment world um, we're really playing into that that space but you know there's a ton of other places where we can go disrupt right and be it you know 
real estate, education, um, health, health and wellness. There's a whole other place, a whole other world. So that's the, this, those are the two things. It's like how the, you know, how fast paced and interesting this is, but it's also how big of an impact you can have in everyday's life, right? Um, and that's really the opportunity. And that's what I think is, is, is so, so important. What made the opportunity to work for Blockchain Creative Labs that undeniable moment? You know, you, you mentioned it was the convergence of the interest in the space and your background in finance, but how did it just, was it a no-brainer decision for you? I'll tell you. It was, I had the chance to be recruited by two uh, two people at Fox, one on the tech side and one on the on the entertainment side, and I didn't really know this was happening. I said, "Let's go." I just somebody told me, "Let's go for a drink." Um, went for a drink, and that turned into a four hours, incredible, like life changing, let's change the world type of type of moment, where I was like, "Okay, great." So. I get to work with you guys. This is what we get to do. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm going. That's I'm it. In. That's I'm in. That's it. That that was it. You know, it's just that to me it was truly the 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 you know the the human connection and the opportunity. Um, it was crazy. It was I mean, it, you know, you come out. So when you have this such inspiring um, conversations that are in the, in this space and over and you see this opportunity in front of you, coupled again with you know, they, you know, they behemoth of a company um i was not i didn't know that this was even possible the level of um uh, the level of creativity and advancement and 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 drive to innovate that that the, the, the fox has so you know a couple of the people with long-term goals and the technology you know for me it was just like it, i started the day after i think or the morning after or the same afternoon well an afternoon wow. no in the afternoon no because it was a lot of drinks but the morning after yeah <laughs> Well, right. So, so again, you touching back on that topic of just serendipity, synchronicity, and and the alignment. It sounds like is was was really key for for you. Where you know the the opportunity presents it, it, it almost sold itself. You know, I am. I I can tell you, I am so lucky. It's not even funny that I can tell you because it was really just like hey, like lightning struck me. That that's what happened. How has the background in finance helped you on a day-to-day in this newer environment, in this different world? Well, has given all the right structure to be able to, again, you know, for, you know, BCL is in, is in a very specific place because it sits within Fox, right? So within, we're still part of a publicly listed company. We have all sorts of reporting requirements. This is how, you know, it's not, um, it's not a, 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 a garage band together, bootstrapped. Sure. Uh, so we have a, a lot of, you know, of processes that ensure us to be successful in the future, but they need to be met. So having someone who's you know, also understanding structure that knows how to navigate those waters is fundamental, right? Because um, otherwise it would be complicated. <laughs> for sure, for sure. So so it, it gives you, you're saying like a, a core base from which to maneuver the waters of of the company, but also the greater industry as a whole. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you probably know it. At the end of the day, this industry is at the cusp of, you know, legal, finance, product, 
technology and everything sits in the middle and you have to hit all those four basic quadrants, right? And if you don't understand, if you don't pay attention, especially right now, the regulatory framework, there was very, you know, uh, gray before is because becoming clearer right now, but bringing, you know, but these are considerations that we st- we started doing these considerations from day one because because we had so much to lose, right? So we can't be uh, we have to be aware of all these things. So it's really important to have the the, the overall uh, thirty thousand feet view of the whole space and how it impacts and how it can evolve um, and and how to how to handle it. In terms of how you guys are handling it, what would you say is you know blockchain creative labs? mission and and what what's some of the work you guys are are cultivating uh now you know we we went through i think we iterated so many times through different projects and different ips that we worked with and and in in order to find our true self right um the true mission the core mission the true north for the company and and bringing back the concept of 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 Taking the in a technology and applying it to a current user, a current use in a current space, which is entertainment, and what it really allow Web three is really allowing us to engage and connect with the fans in a different way, um, you know. And and how we did that, it, it, a lot again, a lot a lot of hours trying to figure out what's the best ways around it. But thanks to the support of of the Fox Entertainment team, we were able to play with one of the biggest IPs we can do in animation. Um, you know, sponsored by Dan Harmon, who's the writer, a, a, a TV show, a animation TV show called Cropopolis. Um, and um, and we started, we launched our our Web three project, our NFT project, probably a year and a half ago, no, last August, or you know, a, a long time ago. Um, but the show is only coming to fruition right now, so it's only it's going to be air. Um, it's going to air on in September, um, finally. And the, the core here is to create a true relationship and a better relationship with our fans, um, and create a connection and communication, which is two ways, right? Um, I don't remember who it was anymore, but it refers to, you know, our personal state when we consume any sort of entertainment in front of the television that we're really sitting in a in, in, in a beta state. We absorb, we are totally passive, and, and instead we want to change that and, and talk to our 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 fans, our consumers and our watchers and turn them into like into an alpha state, which is really into an engagement, in engaging um presence uh, and 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 true um um, interaction with our content and and that is is such a core value for us right because everybody's happier to when you have an ip that you can play with interact with and right now with Cropopolis, we we deployed um and launched some some of some of our um uh, products which are you know it allows us to vote on specific components in the show so for example like we voted on a color of a lizard or how does somebody get slapped if it's with a fish if it's with like a, a rock or whatever it is it's very small details but we are capable to produce these votes, which are true. So you, Steve, can decide, you, Steve, plus the majority of the voters can decide to have like, you know, be a bluefish or a, a, a orange that gets thrown to someone. And and that's your idea. That's you having a direct input on a TV show seen by, you know, we estimate in the mid, clearly in the millions of people. And and this is what this was just the beginning. And then 
the last thing that we launched at the end of last year, which I think was exciting, we're going to replicate it for all the different seasons, is allowing the people and the participants in the community to be written in the shows. Mm. Um, thanks to, to the Keys to Corpopolis, um, we did a, we did a, a first an auction and the other one was in, instead of trivia. We did two of these two keys in order to reward the true fans and just reward also the um, the true, uh, call it, um, the, you know, the true fans in two ways. One was a monetary way and the other one was the trivia questions. And, um, and we basically now have two community members that actually claim those keys to Kerpopolis. They come into the, they come to the lot, the Fox lot in Los Angeles, meet the whole team. They take pictures, they draw you out, they make you, they put you into the, the season finale, um, or any in, in portion of the show. And, where, where have you ever heard this? Like, um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I grew up with the Simpsons and I'm a huge Simpsons, South Park, whatever you name it. Imagine if you could be in the Simpsons, right? They may, right now, not right, I think, uh, you know, five years or six years ago, there's a site that comes out and this catches you as a Simpson character and for, and it's, and it's nice and cute, but you're not part of the show. Right. right now, right now you can point at the show. You're watching the show with some, with one of your cousin's friends, family members, and you just were like, see, that's me. And I, it's crazy, right? It's basically like democratizing the, the participation. And uh, this is just one of the ways that, we, that we're doing this. And then we're also providing a, a screening room with all the different animatics. So since the show, um, and Fox is committed to multiple seasons already, uh, which is great. And, um, and it's been in production now for many, uh, for, for many years. So it's literally gonna, you, you'll see, it's gonna be very um, um, interesting for, for, the, for the fans. Um, but, uh, but, but we have all these animatics that are like, this is how we came to it. This is how the artists are doing it. This is how, oh no, scrap, scrap this, we do this. And we put a new piece of animatics, which is like between 10 and 30 seconds every week inside the screening room. And you know, you own your fan pass, which is an NFT, which is a crap chicken. And this allows you to really go and study like, oh, episode one, season one, first draft, then Harmon comment, like, you know, you want to go down the rabbit hole, go down the rabbit hole and we're giving you everything that you need in order to, to really true your fan, to show your fandom. That's, that's fan. That's really, really kind of revolutionary. And in, in that sense too, what I find fascinating is you guys were able to using the examples you just provided, build community around IP that didn't really exist yet. Like the show, as you mentioned, is dropping in September. So it's kind of usually in traditional Forms, you know, you'll have a book, you'll have a movie, you'll have a TV show, and there'll be a community of enthusiastic people who enjoy that content. What's really neat is it sounds like you guys were able to build a community around something for the future, but still provide all those integrations and, and get people to, to, to be ready to receive what they haven't yet experienced. Yeah, I, I do have to tell you, it didn't come. It's not. It didn't come without a cost, right? Um, we um, we're really building this for the fans. We're not building this for any speculators, for anybody who wants to take advantage of this. We're really building this as the ultimate fan experience. And so, you know, launching the launching this early um, did create a, at some point a speculative market into into this, which is really not what we want at all. And you'll see, we'll start. To, We'll, we'll, we're really embracing the soul bounding of the tokens, your participation, your identification within the community, and really trying to reward that much more than anything else. 
Um, but we came out with a lot of fun stuff. For example, like, you know, you hold your craft chickens every day, the chicken hole, the chicken actually issues a, a an egg, a crap egg. And these crap eggs are non-transferable. And as soon as you sell your chicken, you can't get access to them anymore. And and with, with those eggs, you know, we're going to launch a, we're going to launch a game with it maybe in very soon, in the very, very next few weeks. Um, which is going to be very fun for you to engage with it and or you can redeem it for other things in the sh like customize your NFT and the things. So try to gamify also the concept. But we really focus on the on the on the fans of the show. And it will take a lot um, you know, we also we're very realistic. We sold about one third, close to two thirds of our collection. But that's okay, and that's normal for us because we're really focused. The show hasn't launched yet. I want to put it in front of the millions of people and then have them come in and actually mm -hmm. enjoy enjoy all the experience. You know, some of the some of the scouters put it this way have gotten wind of it and they're excited about it because of the provenance of the show and having us and Dan Harmon participate. But a lot of the fans are waiting in the sideline and trying to figure out, hey, is this going to be something that I'm going to really be passionate about and go to Comic Con? Um, and and be and be excited about it, or is this something that you know I'm not going to be super happy excited with? So you know, it's just like pros and cons of the space, as you know. Um, but we are very very much focused on the on the on the fan experience. And in terms of that fan experience, what are some of the ways that that fans are engaging? Is it through Discord channels, Twitter? What, what what's the hub that everybody's? reaching out to you guys and it, it's a mix of everything is discord twitter directly um you know but it, we've also done something that nobody's ever done we did a mystery screening this was a year ago we told everybody hey if you happen to be in new york come around this place that we did it at soul house and then all of a sudden you have dan Harmon taking q a from you you know in a room <laughs> in, in a room of was it like 55 people or 65 people so, you know, we're dropping all these things right and left, but really democratizing access. And and again, some people see it, some people, you know, you have to be um you have to be a true fan in order to actually dig in and find what we're where we're dropping the crumbs that we're leaving right and left, but we're giving access to to like also in person, not only not only on chat rooms and everything else, but also in person and real access, right? The voting rights, um, all sorts, all sorts of of of, um, of interesting um, of interesting ways. In in terms of the voting rights and the NFT utility, is that something that the community has a direct voice in and and has kind of call it co-creation abilities for what those utilities will be and what they want to see? Are you guys just as you're working to build the community around the show, is that also something that the community is involved in, in, in terms of the we, we have absolutely a great question. We have a beautiful roadmap um, around it, but you know, we are right now, because we want to leave so much available, so much white space for the community to build around it. We're basically not taking any further actions until we have a full community built out. We want, we, we want like one NFT per collector, like 10,000. We want 10,000 true fans. That's it. Like those are the 10,000 guys and those 10,000 people will get together. And then there will be like, how do we want to do this? And how, you know, there's going to be a lot of ways to, that we can go about it. But we're really trying to avoid to set the rules and regulations and rights so far ahead without having the, the, the entire community sitting at, 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 in the room, right? So I think that's, that's, that's really the most important part. 
which is cool because then it leaves room, as you're saying, for for the community to, which is kind of a microcosm of blockchain and and the crypto industry as a whole. It, it allows it to evolve in the way that is organic and natural, and that feels best to the members and ideally the project. Yeah, you know, and also you you know the community might decide, hey, we just want to have like a bunch of like Comic Con tickets and redeem our eggs for tickets and tickets instead of having this or that. You know, that's the relationship that we that we're building. That's the true uh, value for us to have is to have a brain trust of people that are that are so excited about the IP that will give us immediate feedback. Right? Um, it's the feedback. The feedback loop right now for entertainment is still stuck where it was, and having basically having a new feedback loop is that is like having a focus group um, at your fingertips with 10,000 10, people focus group that you have at all times. So it's, 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 it's very, it's, it's very exciting. I can tell you that much. For sure. This is one of the things they're working on. Uh, we're working on, on another great project that is very, um, you know, our sister company, Tubi, um, that we're working super closely with Tubi. Tubi is, a, is the largest um, AVOD um, uh, service in the US. Um, I don't know, you probably have seen the, I don't know if you're into football, but you probably have seen the Super Bowl ad of uh, going to rabbit holes, with, like the largest uh, um, uh, media library in existence, actually. Um, so lots of fun stuff to do with them um, because we are we trying to take as well pieces of content, entertainment, movies that maybe are existing or that we are actually producing and actually creating a microcosm around all of these, um, we call it uh, pieces of content, studios, everything else to actually, again, get the engagement with, with, with the fans, right? And go through, you know, you know, Discord, other means and so on and so forth that are going to come out as well to engage directly. So theoretically speaking, you can arrive like in our, in our, you know, dream would be to fantastic connection between your screen, what you're watching, you're playing on your phone and interacting directly and having a whole like experience around it, right? So that's another way that we're, that we're thinking about um, using this, this, uh, this technology. Do you think that it's setting a new precedent for what content consumption will look like in terms of, you mentioned, you know, the, the R&D aspect of having 10,000 people in a community that's not really the norm for an animation, any any type of show, really. Do you think it it will become the norm at some point? Is are we going to see communities, kind of what you were saying, being built around different sh- shows, stories, different IPs, and they're each going to have their own sort of group members? Well, I mean, I think that that or that somehow already exists, right? Because if you think about the community of a Rick and Morty, of a Simpson, you have a community, a rabid community that sits on Reddit or sits in other, in other means. And all they're talking about all day is like, oh, this episode, oh, look at what this character did. So the community is ready, right? So for us, the question is not an if, it's more of a how. Right. How can we take this community that is already communicating, that is already talking, and how can we make them part of this? Right. Instead of just talking about it, I want you to have a direction, to have an opportunity to direct it the way that you want it to. So that's that's where the change is. That's really the changes. You, you can't we can't be. Uh, you know, we, we can't think that these communities have not existed yet. We can't think like we're not. Uh, you know, let me put it this way: it's the same way that you know cab companies existed. 
forever. You know, and black car companies existed forever. Yet Uber took a you know piece of technology and applied it to something that has existed for a longer time and has opened a new way for us to think about it. So that would be our ideal ideal world is to take something that is already exists, but you know, add it and, and put a layer of technology on it and really enable and allow a new way to interact with IP and a new way to interact with content. Um, and I think that, you know, all the studios are, th- are looking about, are thinking about it, are, you know, they're, they're all like in there trying to figure it out. But Fox has been so relentless and Fox leadership has given us all the support necessary to really go pedal to the metal and drive and really drive as fast as we can to make this, this, this an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. And it, really cool to hear. And so it's, you're essentially helping elevate the, the existing community. You're not, you're not creating a new community per se. I mean, with Crapopolis. Yeah. Kinda, this kinda, is kinda, a, kinda, yeah. But, it, <laughs> but yeah, you're, 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 you're building on what already exists and helping elevate it to be more inclusive. And as you're saying, more of a participation rather than something that's a little more laissez-faire. Yeah, I mean, you know, you have Dan Harmon fans are fans of Dan Harmon, what he writes. So we're building, so to, to those fans, we're building a new way to interact with Dan Harmon and his show, right? To the Web3 and crypto fans, we're basically creating a new product that to basically show them that there's an interesting IP they might be interested in, and maybe we can create a new fans of Dan Harmon, right? We're just trying to make the tent bigger and, and to really try to get these two worlds to merge and meet in the middle. And um, yeah. It, with that merger, are there any, have there been any pain points? Has, has there been any struggle? Like are, are people generally receptive to elevating the community around these different IPs and shows? You know, is, is that generally received as with excitement, enthusiasm? Is there skepticism? What's sort of the, you know, feedback from fans uh, in that respect? I think there's always three categories. You know, it's we can just go in terms of like a third each, right? There's a third of 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 fans that are um, that are already involved some somehow in the space, so they feel totally comfortable interacting with the purchase and selling of NFTs and doing of the sort, do things of the sort. Then you have, you know, the, the remainder of the 66% is really divided between is really divided with between fans that don't know how to interact yet with the technologies and will and fans that don't know how to interact with technologies and won't. So, you know, our job is really to make the experience as seamless, as easy, as, um, um, how can I say, uncomplicated as possible. Right. Uh, I think that gone are the days of very multiple um complicated wallets and things and interactions and you know getting like 55 bounce backs when you're trying to buy something with a credit card uh, you know it's you know that's like i still remember when i when i started forever going to space i always heard friction is freedom friction is freedom friction is freedom yes but you know when one out of ten people can manage to access your fan your, your fan experience you know, the percentages are still key here. So, you know, it's not great. So, and really allowing um, easier onboarding, easier interaction and easier experiences is really what we're focusing on. And in terms of that experience, what 
what has been the key driver in making it more seamless? Has it just been evolving tech? Have you guys had, you know, as you mentioned, your, your internal world roadmap? Have there been strategies that you've been kind of adhering to that have made the the shift or the the understanding, the adoption of uh, gaining entry into the community easier? Well, I, I think it's all about it's both things, right? Is is you got to stay super. Um, in touch with what the new technologies are because every day there's something new and somebody's solving these issues. We, you've heard it um, a thousand times, the bigger the pain points are like always the custodial versus non-custodial, the wallets, the transactions, all this stuff. It's always the same. So really staying on top of all the latest and new technologies in that specific, in that space is mandatory. Um, and for us, you know, we saw it immediately. We started, you know, we're lucky enough to access all sorts of, of metrics, right, connected to our projects. So we know exactly where people drop off on our internet side. What is it that turns them off? What is it that actually uh, gets them excited? We're, that's very, you know, it's, it's fantastic for us to see. And every time that we go down the with the experience, call it uh, the user experience, it's always like it's always somewhere in between you know, the credit card or the wallet creation or something of the source that we experience fall off. As, so we learn from our own experiences. And so we adapt our strategy. We adapt our, our, um, our roadmap to make sure that we, that we, that we adjust course and, and provide a better, a better experience for our users. Right. And for, for the user experience, is there, have you noticed the, the onboarding of joining the community has gotten easier for for folks i know you just talked uh, a little bit about you know pain points for for you know tech and, and stuff like that and how it's become a lot easier but you know what's what's the onboarding process like because essentially you're you're onboarding people to web3 technology even if they're not necessarily conscious about it. yeah exactly so we do multiple things we do you know we basically prepared there's something for everyone from the MetaMask to you know your single sign-on with Google, with Gmail or with Google that allows you to get an email. We create automatically a wallet in the back end. You see your NFT show up in your email. You see it. We show you how to connect it. Uh, it's like everything has become a lot easier. It's not as it's not as good as it could be, but it, you know with time we'll get there. But it also remember like it, it's just like it just depends how bad you want the pizza. Right. Like if it's, you know, it, it's just how bad you want it. Like if it's 7 p.m. and you're super hungry, you don't care if you're driving 20 minutes out to go get the slice of pizza that you want. If you're half full and you don't really you don't really need it, but it would be great, then, you know, you can be less incentivized to, to get it. So it's all about. It's all about that. So when people start seeing the show and connecting emotionally to the show, that urge and that need to see more, be more, be more of a fan will actually allow us to really um, cross any sort of bridge. That's that's what we're thinking. Got to mention it just because we're in the middle of it. You know, there's a writer strike happening in the industry. What what are your thoughts on AI as far as you know, the future of Web3 and how that's going to impact content creation and just what you're doing with in terms of building these communities. Is it going to have an impact? Does it not? You know, what do you think about that? It's interesting you bring this up. Um, you know, BCL has become a, a huge center of innovation for Fox, and we, we basically also handle a ton of um, all the AI projects. Um, so we launched an intern. We launched a, many different projects. We are. We took the stand. So Melody Hildebrand, who's uh, 
the CISO and president, CISO at Fox and president at BCL, partner in crime. Um, she really took a strong stance in in allowing access in a in a specific environment to all the to to, to the company, and really enabling this and trying to use it as a tool instead of trying to push it away as a barrier. As usual, like Fox innovates, like there's no tomorrow, and absolutely knows no boundaries there. And um, so I, I think that it's really about learning as much about it as possible to make it your friend. And instead of treating it as an enemy, you have to see it as an opportunity to not only to improve, but to uh, to also to grow uh, with this new technology, right? Um, so I, I think that's that's the, it's 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 always it's very complicated. It's disruptive in many industries. It's but you know it's totally imperfect. It's not it's not in my mind. It's not a robot that will replace us all. Um, right. But but it's really a tool that allows us to be more efficient and to do a better job and um, and and basically enabling us to to have a potentially better also um, a work life balance. And in, in terms of that, using it as a tool, has has there been any uh, usage in helping you know AI's use in helping build community and and kind of do the stuff that you got you've already talked about with Crapopolis and some of the other properties that that you guys are working on has it been helpful in that aspect we're working on three key projects unfortunately i wish i could share we're going to have to do another one where i can share the the ai stuff um but it's very as you can imagine let me put it this way as you can imagine in with in a company like fox that has breath from um, all sorts of publishing, um, entertainment, uh, movies, animation, technology, um, streaming services, like we, you really have to think about it holistically and every single category um, has, a, has a potential application and use into the specific space. So every single lane, every single house of the, every single, um, um, call it vertical in the company has multiple ways for which AI can provide benefits to the company. Um, and, you know, the, you know, the, <laughs> the easiest one that I can probably talk about is, you know, how easy does AI make, you know, customer care and customer management um, is very, is, 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 is definitely one of the ways that is disrupting, but in a way that we're basically just providing better support to all, to all our staff instead of um instead of you know we're not replacing them with 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 a bot it's kind of the opposite we're enabling them to actually have a much better result and resourcing to to the questions that and the issues that they face every day right so it's again to to underscore your point it's it's utilizing the ai as a tool not as a replacement for anything but as a you know just as just as uh any other tech that's been helpful to make a job easier it's it's that's kind of the cap you guys are thinking about things on yeah we have to right and um uh, we have to we have to think about it this way because it's um it's 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 it really enables a lot a lot of incredible opportunities i think do you look back on your career in finance in the past and you know, you obviously it's it's been but we talked about the benefits to it now. But do you do you do you have any um, re- regret or remorse from moving into the direction that you've moved into now? I don't think regret. 
is 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 ever I don't want to make it personal, but it's like an old relationship, and it's like you know, it's a, sure. you can you kind of move on, and um, and it's just it's just so it the difference in doing the same thing over and over again, or trying to change the way that things are made. That's what makes it. That's what makes it worth it for me. Mm. Right. And instead of chasing another deal, another opportunity, another this, another that, let me change the way that you're interacting with something. Let me change the way that you think. Let me give you something that you can be excited about. Let me let, let me try to build something that is true innovation and and can bring true change to us. It's that's, I mean, that, that I don't know about you, but that's such an aspiration for me. We we sure. all we all live with this crazy. Uh, with these crazy entrepreneurs in our mind, in our life, you know, from, you know, Steve Jobs, uh, Elon Musk, or whoever else it is. And, you know, everybody has pros and cons, and we're not here to talk about that. But, you know, having the opportunity to do one, 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 one hundred thousandth of what these guys have done is, 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 is what drives me at least. Yeah. Well, and you're talking about that real world impact from yeah. whatever you're doing on a, on a day to day. And that, that's, I mean, you've already given the examples of how that's happening, but when the community builds around the properties and around the IP that you guys have, it's it's evident that that's that's happening, and it's it's really cool. No, totally. And and you know, this is just one of the one of the many ways that we can do that. We're also doing a ton of other projects with sports and um, the USFL, Fox on on the spring football league. So we did an awesome activation. We, we decide two season, we probably do a third season with them as well. And, and again, you know, but we're doing a lot of testing, a lot of finding the right way to communicate with our fans, and then we'll hopefully deploy it across the entire company. So creating a new standard. Yeah. Which is, which again, super cool on that tip upcoming projects i know you know there was some AS stuff you couldn't talk about you just mentioned the usfl what uh what can you talk about that you're excited about that's coming up uh in the pipeline and you know what does it look like listen imminent imminently um imminently we have corpopolis that we talked about at length that's the one that i'm most excited about and then the other projects um are very i think are are you'll hear about it the very very um wide and and interesting but it's application of multiple layers of technology and not also not only one so blockchain is always a large portion of it but we add you know blockchain plus ai plus other items then they create a certain type of product that um is definitely currently necessary but um you know that's for another podcast not for this one <laughs> right on for people who you know want to get involved with either of the the shows and the the properties under fox uh, in in a new web3 way and you know want to get involved with blockchain creative labs where can people find the company where, the, where can they interact with you how does that all work you know corpopolis directly uh, actually um you know twitter is our best way or our discord please um come get in touch with us um our project leaders are fantastic they're really world class and they are you know they haven't slept in a year and a half so <laughs> i can i can tell you they'll be able to answer very quickly they're so excited that we're launching the show for bcl at large same thing we have a twitter account 
um, BCL or otherwise our internet site as well, bcl.xyz. Um, and um, yeah, come and find us. We have lots of cool stuff that we're working on and um, always happy to hear from from interested, interested fans and people. Awesome. Well, Tommaso, I really appreciate you sharing more about your journey and your story and how you got uh, into the Web3 space and uh, excited to see what Blockchain Creative Labs continues to churn out uh, over the next months and, and years. Steve, thank you so much for having me. Please let me know. And next time, I hope I'll give you more AI stuff. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Thanks for listening to another episode of Lights, Camera, Crypto, a podcast produced by Matt Bogart and Decentral Media. Music by Brian Duncan and Kareem Imes. If you enjoyed this experience, be sure to rate and subscribe to our show and to follow at Sladen and at Decentral Media for additional content. <laughs>